Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired with me, Lewis Goody. This week, I will be talking to Tim Bowie. Tim is one of four members, or co-founders rather, of a theatre company called Invertigo. Invertigo is a company intent on representing the lesser known, new writing, unique ways of storytelling, and adaptations of lesser known European work. The four co-founders met at Guildhall and decided to take the plunge into creating and producing their own work. So, I will be talking to one of those members, Tim, as I said before, and we'll be talking about the lessons that they've learned through learning the hard way and setting up a company with more than one person, which I thought might have had some difficulties, and you'll see whether I was right or not. and using that company to give yourself exposure as an actor. There's some really interesting ideas. It's very different in comparison to the interview with George with Papatango a couple of weeks ago, uh, but it's great to hear a different journey from a different perspective. Tim is a really sweet dude, and we had a great chat, and I hope you enjoy it. See you on the other side. Peace. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Great. Thank you. Very spacious. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming, man. Um, so just to kick it all off, cool. tell me who you are and uh, yeah, give, just give me a bit of background info on you. Cool. Uh, so I'm Tim Bowie. Uh, I'm uh, an actor, um, DJ, uh, nice. run a theatre company uh, from, from Gravesend. Uh, so I originally grew up in Gravesend and now live in Bromley. Uh, which is a, a kind of cool area. It's actually Bickley. Um, for like, sounds quite posh. <laughs> but my mum, she's basically renting a house in Bickley, and uh, obviously where we're from, Gravesend. So whenever anyone asks me, I always say Bromley, and for the posh people, Bickley. So yeah, but yeah, cool yeah. man. Um, and uh, you, so you're an actor, and uh, obviously I know this, but where did you did you train? And where yeah, yeah, yeah. I, tra- I trained at Guildhall, so I graduated three years ago. Yeah, um, kind of. Felt really lucky to get into Guildhall. Um, it's kind of an amazing place, great people, uh, the kind of teaching staff there, really, really good. Um, and uh, met some really great people there as well. The real kind of diverse mix of people in my year, people who have gone to like Cambridge, Oxford, um, other people who are kind of, um, uh, who, who have had, I guess, uh, um, not as good education. Um, but yeah, a, a, real, a real mix of... Um, like great people. Um, I, I really enjoyed my training there. It was, cool, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, um, just to sort of kick it all off, mm-hmm. when you were a kid, before you, when you were a child, um, yeah. what did you want to be when you grow up? So, when I was younger, I like football was thing for me. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I Charlton supporter. Yeah. yeah. Who do you support? I don't. You don't support. Good man, good man. <laughs> so, Plymouth Argyle. Plymouth Argyle. Big, big, big. Um, so, yes, Charlton supporter. Um, the one memory I have is uh, my dad took me to uh, the Charlton versus Sunderland playoff in 1998 and uh, Charlton won like 7-6 on penalties and it was 
at the Wembley Stadium just before they knocked it down. And from then on, I was like, football is, is kind of where I want to go, kind of the adrenaline, the buzz being in the stadium. And I kind of uh, played for my county and then played for Chelmsford for a bit and uh, kind of went through the trials and that. Wow. And then uh, kind of girls and alcohol got in the way <laughs> and it just kind of took me on a completely different path. And uh, yeah, I, I think that acting came into my life when I was probably about 16, 17 and did like a BTEC course uh, at the Michigan Theatre in Dartford. And uh, that was kind of cool. But I think that football was great, but um, I think that in like school, I was always a class clown. I kind of <laughs> was always like pissing about and like doing different stuff. And uh, I wanted to pe- make people laugh. And, and then I was kind of like, right, a- acting is actually where, where I want to go. So um, I kind of did a BTEC. Then I went to um, uh, East 15 Foundation course, which was absolutely amazing. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, it really prepared me for, uh, especially I got into Guildhall after that. So it really prepared me for that. And there were some. There were some people who, who didn't really want to do acting, like they found out at the end that that wasn't the thing for them, but um, it was kind of a real taste of, um, well, it was pretty epic at the time, the house parties were a bit crazy. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, it was just 15 guys. Exactly. <laughs> and now the party. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so then I went to Guildhall. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I think that there was a kind of realisation after I came out of East 15, uh, really that like this is what I need to do I was kind of starting to take life a bit more seriously mm-hmm. and uh, and I stopped mucking about and then I got into Guildhall um, tried three times to get into Guildhall nice. um, there's a famous story about my name um, so originally oh yeah uh, yeah yeah Go the on. name story yeah. so originally um, I was called Tim Phillips and I thought like Tim Phillips is more more of a football name right, right. Um <laughs> And uh, that was the name I used to get to go through to 15. And then I tried to get into Guildhall. And then basically, the so the third time I tried to get into Guildhall, um, all my mates who'd auditioned twice were getting um, just like checks back in the post and letters saying, sorry, you've already auditioned twice. So I was like, right, let's try and crack the system. Like, let's try and get around <laughs> this. So I was like, right, what I'll do is, instead of being Tim Phillips, yeah. I'll take my middle name, which is Bowie, which is my mum's name, and I'll just be called Tim Bowie. So I changed the name got a recall and all my mates were like if you get a mate that's going to be absolutely crazy <laughs> and then I got in and uh, oh, yeah I found out when I was uh, on uh, I'm sure everyone's got stories when they got into the drama yeah, school it was yeah. like the most amazing thing you're on cloud nine <laughs> but I was literally there and I thought that I hadn't got in because uh, my mate went to like you know the thing where they call out all the names yeah yeah um, my mate Sean went to that and I phoned him up after and he was like I don't think you got in so I was literally next no. down beside myself I was like oh no I haven't got in and then I got a call from Wynn nice. director of Guildhall and uh, I went absolutely ballistic and these guys on the field had thought that I'd proposed to Danielle she just said yes uh, but really I was like <laughs> yes I got into Guildhall so um, yeah and uh, I think yeah, I mean, should we, should we go on to talk a bit bit about Invertigo now from here? Yeah, Is yeah. It? I mean, that was that's great just to hear a bit about you and and your your journey and what uh, you know becoming an actor and and that discovering that that's what you want to do and everything. So yeah. that, that's great. Um, so yeah, let's let's move on to uh, to Invertigo. So first of all, just tell tell me tell us mm-hmm. what what Invertigo is. Uh-huh. So Invertigo is a theatre company set up by uh, four guys. Uh, we all trained at Guildhall, um, 
Papa, Sean, Stefan, and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we spent three years really getting to know each other. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it came the end of our second year, uh, probably start of our third year. We just came back from Italy. Yeah. And we went to go and see a show, and we went to go and see a show as a four. And we just said, that wasn't that great. I think we can do a better, better, better job than that. <laughs> Why don't we, if we got together and kind of did something and utilised our acting network, you know, we could, we could get some real, real great actors. And so the idea actually came while you were still at Guildhall? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was between the second and third year and, and um, this idea came to you. What? So it started as we've seen this show I yeah. think we could do better yeah and then we literally like went to the burger bar after and was like let, let, let's sort something out let's try and do something so from then we uh, so it was the, sh- the show we actually devised ourselves was a show called Freefall which was then halfway through our third year Yeah, and that was basically me Stefan, Papa and Sean we got a director on board Stefan wrote it we got uh, some funding from the Barbican whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on so, <laughs> so this idea came in after this, this show you met, you sat in a burger bar yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. said let's do something what, uh-huh. what was the first so what, what was the first step into making that that idea into a reality because um, you just yeah yeah go on, yeah, go yeah, on. yeah 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 I I think it was yeah we just thought let let like we're four people who are all interested in like creating the same work yeah and um we thought the best way to do this is just kind of have a kind of trial production together you know something that we do together and yeah. um we sat and we worked on. Uh, I mean, we we explored a few different routes at first, thinking yeah. about it back, like whether we get, we're going to get like a set text or um, who we were going to work with in terms of a, a director. Would it be a director at Guildhall? And then we decided that um, you know we should just do it ourselves. So yeah. Stefan started writing um, a script together, um, and we'd meet up every kind of now and then and kind of give thoughts and feedback on and what we thought of the script and and and, and where we could, where we could take it. Um, and looking back at it, uh, you know, it was it was all right. It was it was a good show, but it was the the one thing that that brought us together as a four, and it was it was like the confirmation of you know this this could be great. It was like a taste of what we could actually yeah, we can work in this we way. can work in this way, and if we can kind of keep doing the same thing and and, and developing and and kind of obviously the the emphasis of Guildhall is all about um, working as an ensemble, yeah, and that's something that I think we've really taken into Inversgo and and kind of and do all the time we always work as a group kind of um, letting each other have input um, building the story together um, and that was that was kind of represented in in in, in our production yeah Um, so it's kind of nice that we took the attitude of Guildhall and kind of instilled it into a theatre company and um, we've been running for three and a half years and um, amazing that's always been like our a policy or better word than policy but yeah yeah, you know. yeah. yeah i know I, I get what you mean so so and you you had this idea you you stefan started writing uh-huh. how did you get a, so this is why you're still at Guildhall as well and the yeah, third yeah, year is yeah, pretty yeah, busy yeah, time yeah, exactly so, yeah so you got um you managed to get a director and funding yeah 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 so we got we did it in the musical yeah uh and we got money for set. I think we got about one and a half grand, wow. and we didn't pay ourselves. We got money for sets, and we paid the director a little bit of money. We had to kind of pay a, a, a small fee to the Barbican, um, and yeah, yeah, it was a kind of very wacky set. It was set in this. Um, 
oh god it was like um, <laughs> set in this purgatorial cave right and i was like the good and Sean was like the bad and <laughs> Papa was this guy who was kind of contemplating committing suicide it was a nice and happy story yeah yeah great <laughs> um, but the happy and the, the, the funny bit was Stefan played like this this clown called uh, Rizzo or, or something like that and um, uh, yeah it was it was bonkers we had uh, you know moments where we were throwing you know uh, ice, ice cream at this this doll and it, it, it was just <laughs> the craziest production and loads of people came out and they went I didn't understand a word of what went <laughs> on there but but they liked it as a, a production yeah, yeah. And, and I think what they really got from it was four guys with a shed load of passion a shed load of energy and 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 that's what came through it wasn't so much about was the storyline perfect did you get it what what did you really take from it it was it was more about the experiences us four doing something doing something as a group and, yeah. and presenting it and and it was right in between um our i think it's after like a showcase right because you know you get like a week off at easter yeah and it's like the only week you get off at, at, at guild hall <laughs> yeah. and we were like right let's, let's use that to do our show yeah. so we rehearsed all that week and put it on in the end and um yeah it, it was it was great great that's experience a, that's a bit of pressure as well when you've got someone who's or a, a company or whatever who have uh, who have invested a little bit of money into it as well I mean, yeah exactly and, yeah yeah more uh, and more we've kind of dealt with the the pressure of kind of finances like people are actually um trusting us with their money yeah and and and, and time and uh yeah yeah exactly right and and so from that point how did it then progress into into um well, whatever it turned into next. What what was the next step? And so yeah, I guess after that show, we were like, right, guys, we can really, really make this work. Yeah. Um, and afterwards, we were all absolutely buzzing from it. Yeah. yeah and uh, so we sat down and we brainstormed about how we can make it work. Um, and I think one of the things that was a big concern was finances. Really. Yeah. We were like, there must be so many people who come out. And they go, oh, God, I've got a great idea. Why don't we do this? Or why don't we do that? Or why don't we work with these people? And you kind of have the time. Sometimes you have the space, but you don't actually have the finances to put the productions on. And, yeah. and it kind of fizzles out. So we were like, we need to get some sort of cash injection into this company to really keep it going. And if possible, like a space. Yeah. So the next step was we, got, we applied for the Deutsche Bank Award for Creative Enterprise, which is an award that um, goes around to, I think, some drama schools, Guildhall, Lamb, and another drama school and universities as well and it's something that supports uh, young people um, and it's a £10,000 kind of cash injection Wow! and yeah it's really really great and along with the, the money you receive to business mentors who are actually working at Deutsche Bank um, so we applied for that um, we got to the shortlist we put together a proposal for um, us as a company we wanted to do rural touring did you have any help with that or um, n not really no again I wow. think it came from us as a four really putting our heads together I yeah. think a couple of people um, proofread like the yeah, yeah. the pack we put together to present for it but it was really us for um, working out our vision of the company what we wanted to say what we wanted to do and how we were going to do it and I think some of the finances and, and stuff were a bit off but yeah. um, I think that what we actually won the pot of money through um, 
bribing the panel with muffins <laughs> we had this presentation and uh we kind of had uh, a couple of bits from our the play that we did and then each of us said what we were going to do and then we kind of gave them muffins and uh i think they really really like that amazing and, uh, <laughs> and yeah and then we we got the money which was which Great. was fantastic yeah, yeah. yeah and uh it was i think i think one one of the great things about um also having that money is we've got the Deutsche Bank name behind us yeah. as well so yeah. kind of people see us and it's like we're sponsored by Deutsche Bank so they kind of treat you a bit more yeah. seriously which is which is also nice it's useful yeah yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah definitely um, how because uh, obviously there's four of you mm-hmm. you're, you're representing th- three other guys as well today yeah um, you all started in Vertigo um, what um, is something I, I'm interested in is obviously starting something with a group of you know more than one person uh-huh. there's going to be there's people with different ideas yeah. and there's you know what's the vision and yeah how how was it was there a lot of conflict idea uh, conflict of ideas um how did you decide who does what do you each have a very specific role or is it just sort of mix and match so at the start it was very much like everyone pitching yeah. uh, i think it just worked uh but as the years have gone on, um, we've, I suppose, distilled a lot of our kind of artistic visions. Yeah. Um, but as a kind of group and working together, um, you know, I guess what I'm trying to think about what how we managed it back then. Yeah. So to start with, it was very much everyone kind of putting together and um uh, like Stefan did the writing, uh, we got a director on board, and we always sat down and kind of worked through things together mm-hmm. and decided where do we want to go. And I, I guess our remit from the start was representing lesser known, uh, which kind of encompasses new writing. Um, we've also got an interest in European work as well. Um, we took a, a show in 2013 up to the fringe called Outside on the Street, yep. um, which was written by a guy called Wolfgang Borschert. And as well, I guess the identity of the theatre company as well is formed, well it's Papa and I who, Papa's from London, I'm from Gravesend, um, and then Sean and Stefan are both from Wales as well, so mm-hmm. some people think we're a Welsh theatre company, which we're not, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we still embrace the Welshness, but um, um, and, and we've done, we've done, um, yeah, you've done a couple of Welsh language plays, we've done a couple plays, of Welsh so. language plays, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so I suppose as, as the company's, um, gone on and we've done more work it's become a lot more about um maybe going off in 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 pairs and and doing projects because what we found was it was great at the start to do this project together Mm -hmm. but ultimately when you really want to uh, do a project there needs to be one eye there needs to be one vision uh so we've kind of got the structure of one or two people may do a project and then the two other people will support along it so this would the support would consist of like um looking through scripts or um helping find directors or helping find actors being on auditions um reading through uh f- applications for funding so it's a kind of like um we we all support each other yeah um and we all give advice and even if we give advice on something um like maybe you shouldn't go down that route or you should you should apply for this fund instead of that fund or yeah. or go with this director instead of that director um that that's the setup and, and i think it's always useful because when you're doing something on your own yeah sometimes 
you, you get a bit tunnel vision and it's like you're just banging your head against a brick wall and it's like yeah. you shout to your mum and she's like you're amazing and it's <laughs> like you know oh god but you know I just need some real advice of yeah. you know people who know like the right questions to ask um, so that's when it's always really helpful we have a kind of um, system where we're always emailing each other about and that's always really helpful as well amazing but yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that that's that's always been something that's been been tricky to get hold of. The whole kind of who, whose vision is this? Yeah. And uh, now, when we're doing projects, for example, I'm heading up two projects, mm-hmm. and Papa and Sean are heading up a project, and Stefan's also heading up a project. And that's all going on at the same time. All going on at the same time. So it's wow. kind of turned into an umbrella where we all do our um, individual projects throughout. But um, there are times where each of us might come on board with other projects to, to, to help it. Yeah, cool. Help it along. Amazing. Cool. And, and what, in terms of setting up the company and uh, all the sort of logistics of it, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what has been the biggest obstacle, the biggest sort of, yeah, the biggest obstacle? Yeah, so I think that the two, the two great things that, that we've had, uh, which I haven't spoken about is the other one's ideas tap. Yep. So I really think that the two things that established us as a company was having the money, the £10,000 from Deutsche Bank, yeah. so we could experiment with some ideas and have yeah. some money behind us. Also having the business mentors that were very good at sitting us down and saying, it's all very well to have these ideas, but you need to look at um, the uh, business mind, uh, business side of things. Yeah. And I think as a four, we've all developed a business uh, kind of uh, kind of business acumen, and and um, they sent us off to the I think it's like Excel um, weekly uh, business training thing that we did, and it taught us all about um, like um, profit and loss accounts and wow. um, all the other kind of business things that you have to deal with that a kind of producer normally does. So yeah. kind of as a four, we've all had to wear these different caps of a yeah, producer, right. an artistic director, an actor, a writer. Um, so we kind of really understand the process of what what goes into a show now which is absolutely amazing yeah but i guess the other thing is um was space which is so idea stap has just closed which is a real shame um they've been open for it's about four or five years um and we were with them for four years and um they're basically this creative hub for young people where they have space they provide workshops spas it's like an online forum where people connect together and it kind of encompasses all the different um creative um types like writers producers actors uh and it's an amazing place it was an amazing place for us as a company a kind of foundation somewhere to go to meet new people new exciting people who had the same drive the same ambitions so it's like an online community but they actually had uh, a base as like a yeah that we were part of they took on a certain amount of uh, companies and kind of journalists and producers and and you were able to use their space in London Bridge, yeah. um, and in return, you would offer your skills, like a kind of spa, which would talk about audition technique, or um, kind of project planning, or, or, or just basically offering your services yeah. as, as a theatre company. So combining that space, um, that hub, where we kind of met people, and, 
and 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 the money that was the thing which really kind of helped launch us as yeah. as a company but i i mean so you're saying about the things which we really struggled with i i think maybe this thing about having one vision um and finding out exactly what the theatre company wanted to do um and work out exactly what our remit was was a bit of a a struggle for us yeah um i guess we stefan and sean are very interested in um kind of some of the welsh classics that we've done and i'm kind of more interested in um new writing but also kind of the the european strand uh that we're interested in as well so that's something that has got harder to 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 grapple with uh, as we've got further down the line but pinpointing like a exactly yeah 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 what we what we want in vertigo to say as a company yeah. is is obviously quite important because we have a, a reputation to preserve and and we also you know we have a brand as well yeah. and i think that our brand is that kind of representing the lesser known and new writing and the european classics right um but as well i think the other thing that's really hard is um time how much time you actually have and as a four being actors um we've all put um different amount of time into the company to build it and we've all put a hell of a lot of time it's why i'm still living at home yeah. uh, with my mum in bromley paying cheap <laughs> rent and eating food um, <laughs> it, it i wouldn't have been able to do that if i was i wouldn't have been able to do some of the invertigo projects that i've done if i was living in london kind of paying spent expensive rent having to pay for food and stuff like yeah. that um so that's been really really helpful um but maybe some of the projects that we've set out to do which were two of us have then turned into one of us because someone's gone off on a tour and they they've been there to help um but it's been a little bit like all oh, right okay there's only one of us now for this project well wow. um I think uh, keeping the the money going and um, making a profit from a show is very very hard because you're kind of fighting with this thing of you have a vision but you got to get bums on seats. You want to do your own work but you kind of need to find this this balance where you're not just putting on a show and two people are going to come. You know, it's, and 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 I, I I guess as well it's you also have to have that you're you're developing your own artistic taste along the way and 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 the hope would be that what you like other people would like but it's it's all yeah it's always it's always tough um what was i talking about <laughs> went up on seven different no no <laughs> it's great i mean it's it's all really interesting we we were talking about the obstacles that you've come across obstacles, yeah um, but it's interesting you talk about that. Uh, that's another thing I was going to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, you guys are all, you were all actors, you mm-hmm. trained mm-hmm. as actors. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how, <clears throat> I mean, how does it all fit together? Um, how has Invertigo impacted your life, impacted your lives, uh, um, you know, as actors? How, what is that? Yeah. Is it, is it made things difficult? Has it... it made things better i don't know what 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 how has it impacted your yeah. acting career i mean my girlfriend goes absolutely ballistic sometimes when i'm working <laughs> on a project because uh it's tricky because for example the project that i've done and i'm still doing 
called a local boy, mm-hmm. and which we've been, which I've been developing um, with a writer called Dan Murphy over the last eighteen months. I was producing it and acting in it, so it makes it very. I guess the first six or seven months, I was working with a writer. Mm-hmm. And we were exploring the theme of identity. And some really interesting things came out. And then we built a script from that. Then I had to kind of relinquish a bit of the kind of artistic vision and pass it on to a director. Yeah. Um, and then the director came in and had to start sh- shaping it. And that was quite hard for me. Yeah, I bet. Uh, because when you're working on something for such a long time um, and you're also an actor in it, it's hard to find the balance of, you know, keeping the the respect for a director, but the director keeping respect for what was there before. Yeah. Um. So that was really really stressful, and I'd 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 come home sometimes, and I wouldn't be able to switch off, and I just constantly like things went wrong, and I would didn't really know how to deal with them because. And another thing that's hard is. Um, when you're asking some people to I guess work for free for maybe a month and a half in order for you know them to get paid later on down the line yeah. for example like funding and other stuff come through it's it's always hard to know how to, to deal with people because if someone's not doing something properly or they're not fully committed to the project um, you know and you only find out two months down the line it's like you know can you just I guess that comes down to working with the right people, which yeah. is some, which is actually, I think, one of the most important lessons that that I've I've learned from running the theatre company, and I think it's also why people work with the same people over and over again. You know, you come out of drama school and you go, oh, "Why is everyone fucking working with the same person all over?" <laughs> you know, over again. Why don't you see me? See me? Yeah. It's like, and the kind of lighting designers, stage managers. You know, oh, I really want to get through the door, and it's because when people have experiences where you know they work with someone and and or they've tried to work with someone new and it's like why didn't I work with Roger me and Roger work fine together he knows exactly what I want Um, and it's because you know you run the risk of um, working with someone who's not on the same page as you yeah or so so that so do you think you think it's given you an appreciation for the industry on a on a bigger scale yeah yeah definitely so when you go for an audition you 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 have all these other things in yeah, mind and you, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. appreciate the job that they're doing. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and like the connections that I've made with theatre programmers, artistic directors, producers, all these people that, that go into making a production, it gives you a real appreciation of how it actually works because as an actor, you know, you step into a room and you kind of go, right, well, I just kind of turn up do a bit of work before read my lines and you know and then that's it and obviously there's a fucking shitload of work that goes into acting <laughs> you know that's something that's really important to say but you know when you're kind of acting in a show and you're kind of helping produce it and you're checking that everything goes and then five minutes later you need to kind of step on the stage and perform and then suddenly someone tells you you know it, it, it can be an absolute nightmare um but there are so many positives that come with running a theatre company and having the experience of um, being interview situations, running auditions, um, something that I've, I've I've found from a kind of acting perspective is that uh, when I did auditions for Local Boy, uh, a lot of people came into the room and they were just quite dull. And I've done it myself. I've been dull in auditions, but you just don't realise. And it's 
it's about kind of bringing an energy into the room yeah. and presenting something that maybe isn't what the other people are looking for and most of the time the other people don't know what they're looking for yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like you should be coming in and going this is what I think this is how I want to play it what do you think and that's kind of what, what, what I've taken from it and, and looking at all the auditions and, and, and how some people can talk themselves out of an audition and you know the amount of interviews I've well I've interviewed producers directors i um, sat down and spoke with venues and 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 it's given me a real insight into you know turning a kind of interview and audition into a conversation rather than hire and you're here to audition me yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. so so that that that's kind of a, a, another real a real positive well that's a great thing to have learned and yeah. you know so that's that's something that's enriched your acting career yeah. Um, just by being proactive in, exactly. in another way. Yeah. Um, have had you ever before you went to drama school before you before you or before Invertigo came about? Had you ever thought about the idea of being of an actor being more than just being an actor, or what? Um, what was your idea of an actor before? Um, yeah, I mean, I I Invertigo. I think probably quite you know narrow-minded. Just the, the kind of the actors there, and he. He does his thing, and that's that, and everyone plays their, their 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 different parts. But I think it's something that I've the thing that I've I've really thought now is that um just being an actor is is maybe if that's what you want to do, fine. But um I see myself as more of an artist now. Yeah. Um. So you know. Uh, I've worn so many different caps with the kind of producer, the director and that. And and I think that now I'm in the, the very, very, very privileged position where I can work with a writer. I can I can um, I can run a brief on ideas tap and um, do a competition and interview loads of writers and pick a writer that I want to work with. That's on my my um, the same page as me um, and then produce a show with them. Um, and it's something that that I think is is what a lot of I guess a lot of the people that I admire like kind of um Ken Loach um who's like a film director who, who I think is absolutely amazing who is you know it's done wind that shakes the shakes the barley that's a film all about you know how the kind of English fucked over the Irish and and he he was bold with it he wanted to make a statement and 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 it was his vision that was out there. And I know he's a director and that's his vision, but I think that as an actor, sometimes we fall into the tendency of just waiting for the phone to ring and us doing just jobs that other people have set up, mm-hmm. which is kind of, I guess, less inspiring. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's good to you know, marry the kind of going out there and auditioning and... Um, you know doing doing jobs and and also you know having this thing where you do create your own work and especially being in the position where I've um I've really um grasped uh, uh the thing of kind of storytelling and um how important it is to tell a story and looking at it from a writer's perspective and a director's perspective and, and an acting perspective. So now when I do think about creating a show, I, I, I think that I have more of an insight into it as, as just if I would have been doing acting jobs for different people and working on other people's acting projects, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I'm, I'm doing a one-man show at the moment as well that 
Is that a um, part of Invertigo? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the kind of thing that uh, there would be no point in doing a one-man show and being like, oh, it's separate from Invertigo. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I think that um, it's about kind of utilising some of your kind of contacts where we've got very good um, contacts with the theatres that we've worked with over the last three years. So we've got a kind of close relationship with the Fimbra, uh, which we did a, a, produ- a Welsh production with... Uh, English subtitles yeah. for the film which was very funny um, <laughs> great production though and uh, also the Arcola yeah. um, which was great um, the Barbican as well the Pleasants that we have a really really good uh, connection with and that we're developing a local boy with Amazing. Um, so it's it's quite nice that I'm in the position where I can kind of email one of the artistic directors of, of the theatres and go uh, um or High Tide that we're very close with as well Stephen Atkinson would just say oh you know I've got this one man show can you have a look at it and because it's coming from a company rather than just an actor yeah um, I think it has a bit more yeah. force and great so it's been a great way for you to 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 uh, to get on stage as well yeah. with, without like going through the whole rigmarole of yeah. auditioning for someone else and yeah. doing that like, like fuck it I'll just do it myself yeah 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 exactly so that's that's cool as well man and I, yeah, I think it's something that, that we have to do now um, yeah it's come up in every in, in every chat I've had mm-hmm. you know is the, the importance of us creating our own work and, yeah. and how that's also helping other people as well though, mm-hmm. because like the shows that you've done other people have come and got involved and that's given them an opportunity as well um it's because as well there's i find that there's so much power in the hands of the casting directors and the agents and and too much power (laughs) and it's like okay yeah some of them are fantastic i'm not going to take that way yeah yeah, they provide opportunities which is absolutely brilliant but without the actors yeah you wouldn't have anything without the casting directors and the agents you would still have a show (laughs) and uh (laughs) and so that's that that's something that I think this thing of kind of being proactive is is coming through more and more with people doing one woman shows, one man shows, and just going, I have an idea and I'm going to take it. And, yeah. Uh, more theatre companies being being started up and and yeah, that's I I I think the more that that happens, the the better. Yeah, it's great. We're taking it by the reins and exactly. And yeah, it's cool, man. Um. Uh. Oh well. Oh, well. I was going to say, how did you fund the idea? But that's that's come up already. But uh, how is... Have I asked this question already? Ha, has Invertigo become, like... Compared to what the idea was when you were first sat in that burger mm-hmm. bar, you know, chatting about it, and to what it is now, is it what you imagined? Um, I don't think we really knew. We We knew that we could kind of create a company, but... I guess the first initial thought was let's create a company where we can have our own artistic vision yeah create our own work yeah and we never really thought about oh we could develop lots of interesting contacts in the industry and and uh it's 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 kind of crazy that we're in the position now where actors write in to the company going i really want to work with you yeah. you're you know oh, here's my cv and what and it's like well, rah, I'm in the same position as you. I just sent out an email to that casting yeah, yeah. director saying, you know, can 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 you can you see me for that? And and um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy what it's developed into. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that the initial thought was we just want to develop our own work and we want to work together. Yeah. Um, and and we didn't realise that, you know, we've been funded by the Arts Council. We've been funded by Arts Council Wales. Um. 
you know we we've we've worked with so many great people we work one of the one of the i think the craziest projects that we've actually done is um we were resident theatre company at High Tide Theatre Festival in 2012, just before we went up to Edinburgh. To, mm, 2013 it was. 2013 we were resident company. And that was the most hectic year, but this was the most hectic event in that year, yeah. Vertigo. Um, so we worked with 56 artists. Wow. Yeah, absolutely epic. And uh, they, so we won. We won this brief on Ideas Tap where High Tide put out and said uh, we're looking to work with um, a resident theatre company that are going to come and take over the High Tide Festival. And for people who don't know, the High Tide Festival is basically it's been running for about seven years, and it's a festival that um, supports new work and new writing. Um, and they've got loads of amazing stuff on there that have transferred to other venues around the UK that have gone abroad as well and um, so in 2013 they wanted a resident company that was going to take over for two days so we all sat down you know and put together a kind of brief uh, a ridiculously ambitious brief um, application and um, for the brief and um, yeah we the application we put forward was that we were going to do five different shows over the two days and we were going to work with 56 artists. And the five shows were, um, God, um, <laughs> one was a uh, Czech play that we were going to have a reading of. Um, the other one was five short plays where we commissioned five writers to write about um, the uh, scent that we all assigned them like a different sense. Oh, right. Um, it was called Senses and they all, they all <laughs> did it. Um, the other one was a dance company that we worked for. Um, the other one was uh, a play that we commissioned a writer to do for me, Papa and Sean. Um, and then the other one was a play called Newsfeed, where we worked with a molecular gastronomist. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell it was. <laughs> um, but it's someone who, we were this German lady, um, it was crazy, um, <laughs> who, who looks at... Uh, food through a kind of theatrical lens and then brings it out on stage and it was this wow. mental show where eggs were flying about the place <laughs> and it was just absolutely epic um so what we did was we obviously had the dance company we had the show that papa sean and i did um we had uh news feed as well which was some more actors but we also had an ensemble of an ensemble group of actors that was about kind of 14 15 and they each did the the five scenes and also the reading of, of, of the Czech play. Um, so, like, we had a shed load of people who were coming up from Liverpool Street at, like, 7.08 in the morning to get to Halesworth for 9 o'clock to Tech till 10. And then we kind of did these shows over the over the two days. Jesus and uh, Yeah, it was so ambitious. And it was... It really was another example of kind of, you know, if we can achieve this... And we can work with these people. Um, and the standard was ridiculously high. I don't know how we achieved what we did. We we had this guy called Paul. Uh, I've forgotten his second name, but he was an absolute diamond of a stage manager. Um, stage managers are so important. Another thing that I've kind of learned. Yeah. Um, and he just helped kind of uh, knit everything together and made sure everything ran smoothly. And I can't believe that all the shows ran the way that they did. <laughs> Um, and it it was so amazing to hear people say that I've kind of come up and I've I've 
I've worked with in Bursco and it's been amazing and yeah. I've had a free pass to the High Tide Festival and something else to stick on your CV is the High Tide Club. Yeah, man. Um, and, and, and it was another time where we just turned around and said, yeah, that was, that, that, that was great. <laughs> amazing. Um, kind of roller coaster of a ride. Yeah, and you did it. You created yeah. it. Or you four together came yeah. up with this application, did the yeah. brief, came up yeah, with yeah, this yeah. crazy idea and actually followed through <laughs> and did it. And Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's given you something amazing. Yeah, yeah. And as well, I mean, kind of things with, I, I've done a lot of, now filling out applications and working with producers and and working out exactly what it is that that's going to get you that funding and um it's been really nice um i've been working with a producer called ashley wheeler who's absolutely amazing as well and um she's kind of got a great eye um with kind of what goes into an application and um she's uh she helped us get arts council england funding for a local boy as well and um we also um, after the High Tide Festival, that epic festival, um, we went to Edinburgh and took our show outside on the street. Yeah. It was all, uh, a I German saw that play. At the Arcona. Yeah, 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 yeah. By <laughs> a guy called Wolfgang Borschert. And um, that was funded by the Charlie Harthill Fund. They say not to call it an award, very specifically. They say call it a fund. Oh, really? I'm calling it a fund. <laughs> um, and um, that was kind of seven and a half grand to go up to Edinburgh. Wow. And yeah, 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 yeah. We've been so fortunate with the, the money that people have, have have given the company. And it was the first time that all of us went to, to Edinburgh. Um, Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And we worked with a director called Owen Horsley, which was fantastic. Um and uh, yeah, it transferred to the Arcola, and um, it, w- it was it was another kind of great success, uh, which is which is cool. That's cool. Um, if you could start it all again, mm-hmm. what would you do differently, if anything? Um, so I would take I would I would take more time in selecting what well, I say I was going to say I take more time in selecting the people that we 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 attach to projects like directors producers um but saying that I have learned such valuable experiences through working with uh other creatives who are maybe not even saying that they're bad at what they do but they just have a different way of working or a different vision um and uh, we haven't got on in the project and it's kind of, you know, turned into, sometimes turned quite sour, but um, this kind of happens. And, and when you're working on these fringe productions and you're not kind of paying everyone equity minimum, which is something that, you know, we always try to do. It's so important to kind of pay actors um, money. Uh, and, and, and I think that there are so many actors out there who get exposed um, exposed through kind of not, not being exposed the wrong word exploited exploited thank you (laughs) exploited through kind of doing uh, doing shows and not being paid properly for it and um, we always we always try to with the people that we've worked with uh, make sure that we bring them back in um, and uh, and 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 we remember if someone's done us a favour and worked for us and if we've only paid for their expenses or something like that. It's so important to kind of keep a database of people that you've worked with. Yeah. And, um, um, where was I going? I was saying... <laughs> so basically, what, what would be your... So you, if we started all again. Yeah, so what would be your advice to a young actor who's either not 
been to drama school or after drama school who wants to set up a theatre company like what would be your biggest bit of advice to that so um, think about why you're doing the project that you want to do and also what you want the audience to get out of that when they come and see your work yeah um, what is the brand of, of, of the company uh when someone thinks about Invertigo or your company, what is what is the first thing that that, that pops in into their head? Yeah. Um, Twitter, Facebook. I don't really like Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> People probably hate me on Facebook because the only time I ever post is about Invertigo, <laughs> uh, and 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 I force myself to, you know, delve into this world of where everyone is on you know Twitter and Facebook, and they're doing it all the time because it's something that you have to do. Yeah. You know, if you've got five thousand followers on Twitter it, it's it's amazing kind of promotion and, and people retweet stuff and it's the way that you kind of get out and, 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 and it is it is amazing the kind of social media tool yeah we need to take use. advantage of these resources that we, we have now like yeah. the internet is a massive yeah. massive part of what we do and, and especially like well I mean this podcast is yeah. relies on the internet and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you're, you're gaining followers and getting information out to people about what you're doing and, and yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. vital that we use it so yes yeah, great yeah. Yeah, yeah. And ha- having a having a website is really important having yeah. a slick good website that when someone clicks on they can see the previous productions that you've done they can see who you know photos go go a long way photos go a long way and kind of social media as well we, we live in a world where everything's so instant now you know mm-hmm. so you know doing a, a trailer for, for for a play that you're doing uh, is is kind of or, or just posting a regular blog or something like that, and and sometimes you think, well, my website's up there, but you know I don't know how many people are viewing it, and people do click on things, and yeah. and they do, and and kind of probably surprising how many do actually do that. Yeah. Um. So kind of keeping up a social media presence is really really important. Um. Being treating people really really well, and easier said than done, but trying to I guess it comes down to organisation doesn't it, making sure, trying to make sure everything's running smoothly because when things start to fall down you you kind of turn to people to, to blame or you, you it's always hard to blame someone but it's actually, it's always good to have a proper debrief about kind of what, what happened, what went wrong, how could we have, have, have done that better and a lot of the time um it's communication is a massive one actually yeah um it's been because we haven't been clear with people and as a four i think one of the things we struggled with was that we are working on so we we went to guild hall for three years um we're working on this this wavelength where we know exactly what's going on papa's doing that sean's doing that stefan's doing that okay do it. and we're all connected to each other in a weird kind of way yeah and when someone else comes in it can actually be quite overwhelming whether it's a producer or a director because we we know the company we know what what, what we want to achieve with it and so we we so some of the things is that sometimes we weren't always clear with exactly um, a message that we, we want to convey or you know something that Sean would understand like that in an instant yeah. maybe the producer wouldn't yeah, understand yeah so you have to so clarity is a big clarity is a big one big yeah, one, yeah. yeah knowing where you're going and what you're doing yes and yeah. enabling other people to understand that yeah exactly because sometimes someone will go oh yeah yeah okay I'll do that and then they won't 
they're, they're maybe too shy to ask exactly what is it that you just said you know yeah you know it's kind of acting really as well taking a director's note isn't it yeah sometimes, yeah, yeah. You know? sometimes <laughs> not not sure what it yeah. means yeah um what have there been any massive problems for you only you can only answer this yourself but mm -hmm. like in terms of um like uh business stuff with invertigo getting in the way of say an audition or like something that you know is away from invertigo has it yeah posed any problems in that respect yeah i think that <laughs> and how do you deal with that yeah if it has some i've had to kind of like what i said earlier i've invested a hell of a lot of my time into certain projects that i've done and sometimes for instance some I'm juggling uh, a local boy that we just uh, this weekend went to Brighton with and and worked with um, young kids of Brighton, which was which was amazing to do and uh, and we're, we're taking the show to Brighton uh, next year. Um, so I'm doing that. I'm also juggling uh, a rep company that I'm I'm heading up as well, uh, which is kind of working with. We've got 12 actors on board at the moment and uh, working with a, a writer called John Barton. And so I'm kind of running all these projects and sending emails and sorting out funding and I'm also trying to do a, a one man show and I've kind of neglected the acting front a bit and and, and and what it actually means to promote myself as as an actor which is why I've made the decision to do a one man show Right. I feel like I've I've really grasped what it is to make a show and tell a story and all the different ways you can tell a story and um I want to do a one-man show because I think that it's just an amazing thing for any any actor to do, really, to be on stage on your own yeah. for kind of an hour and and, and tell a story. Yeah, as is, is, is an amazing experience, and I, I want to go through that. Um, and I try a bit of writing as well. Not an amazing writer, but you know they say you just keep writing and writing and writing, and then yeah. and then see what comes. So I'm developing the one-man show, but in terms of like the agent front and that. I, I think maybe I've neglected the relationship with my agent a bit and he's come to see some of my work but there are times where as a an actor I should have been sending out emails to cast and directors to come and see me in the show and agents to come and see me in the show whereas I've been sending emails to venues and you know other, other people who are kind of theatre company linked and do you think that that eventually is going to overtake acting altogether or is it do, do you want to find a balance and very much be a part of Invertigo and an actor yeah 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 that's exactly what I think that I've maybe gone too far the other way and neglected the 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 I guess the your agent is the one that that's going to kind of get you the other auditions um, it's like I've made loads of contacts in the theatre world um, and most of the stuff I go out for is you know theatre and, and, and it's kind of people that I know but not so much in TV um, and I think that it's about exactly what you say finding a balance and yeah just, just more of Hopefully when I've got my one-man show, people can really see me and I can go, this is what I can do. Uh, and and it's a good, it's a, it's a great self-promotion. Yeah, 
But that's yeah. also good as well because it's, it's still under the umbrella of Invertigo. Yeah. Um, and still being helped by the theatre company that you guys have come up with and, yeah. and created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's great. Um, what, where do you see what, what's next for Invertigo? Like, where, what, where do you see it going? Say in the next five years, what do you want it to become? Um, yeah, I mean, so we've got this rep company that we're working with at the moment, right? And the idea behind that is that we have. So we've got 12 actors at the moment, six guys, six girls. It's kind of nice gen- gender split, and um, <laughs> which is always important. <laughs> and uh, so what I'd love to do is kind of keep uh, the rep company going yeah. and it be a kind of company that a group of people, are, that, that the actors, uh, is something that the actors belong to and that they have and it's a kind of place where people can maybe do auditions and um, we can develop shows, whether it's a kind of two-hander, three-hander or a kind of 12-hander. Um, but we get some free space from the Pleasance and Guildhall, which is great. So keeping that rep company going and uh, bringing in different people to work with the rep company is, is always good. Um, and also a local boy uh, that... That I'm still doing at the moment that will I'll be acting in next year. Um, that that's that's something which has been brilliant to work with a writer on a project. So I think that continuing to work with new writers, uh, people who who we kind of uh, believe in and and, and 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 like their work, doing that um, as a kind of a goal and ambition of I don't know um, I think yeah continue to work with amazing people and just stepping up the ladder for example we're doing a show at Theatre Cloyd that Stefan's heading and directing mm-hmm. um, so that's a new step for Stefan yeah. um, and that's going to be in November at Theatre Cloyd which is a massive theatre called My People Um and so that's a kind of a, a new step in terms of, um, you know, for us as Invertigo as a company to get into Theatre Cloyd mm-hmm. um, is, is, is great. Um, but continuing to kind of represent some of the, the writers that, that we've been representing, um, working with bigger and bigger theatres. Um, and yeah, trying, trying to... We are only now just starting to make money from the company. Yeah. And that's been like what three and a half, four years. It's and good going. yeah, and and like we're not like loaded by any means. And yeah. There is a lot of work that we we do for for free, um, but we're just starting to see little little bits come through with yeah. kind of audition technique drama workshops that we set up and Amazing. kind of arts council funding. You know, when we finally get funding for for a project, but I guess you you don't really get paid for any of the preparation. Yeah. Um, you have to set the project up, and then hopefully you'll 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 get funding from it. So, to start, um, to start making some money from the company. Yeah, to make it a viable business. A viable business, exactly. Uh, I'm not going to be living at home for the rest of my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Um, we've we've pretty much done an hour. Sweet. Um, so uh, I'm, I'll the last question I'll ask you is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's your biggest inspiration? 
And it doesn't have to be within the industry, it can be whatever. Like, who inspires <sighs> you the most? I think... Probably, uh... Probably Ken Loach. He's, um... Like I said, someone who's just so ballsy, bold. He's someone who's kind of stuck by the work he wanted to do from day one, and I really respect that. And he he kind of is a big believer of um, getting some of the stories out there that maybe some other people would shy away from because mm -hmm. of. I mean, he's quite political in what he does, uh, and especially in the time that we are now, it's 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 harder and harder to get things out there because you know the big political voice sometimes gets taken over. So yeah. um, he is, yeah, he's he's someone. He's coming to the end of his career. Like I know it's obviously filmmaking, but yeah, he's always been someone who's. He's not really given a fuck. He's just, <laughs> yeah. he's just kind of gone for it and 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 made films about kind of real people. And it, and it's I'd I'd love to work for him one day, whether whether I get the opportunity or not. But it is kind of about for me, like representing real people on stage is uh, is something that I'm I'm really interested in. I think it's something that's coming through more and more um, with people working with maybe other people who aren't in a, uh, in the acting industry and kind of bringing them in and getting their story yeah. told uh, I, I, I think it's great and that's something that, that I'd, I'd love to kind of keep doing cool nice one um, where can people find information about Invertigo uh, www.invertigotheatre.co.uk mm -hmm. and our Twitter handle is at Invertigo Co Cool. And then www.facebook.com forward slash Invertigo Theatre, I think. Nice. Tim, thank you so much. Thanks, Lou. Hopefully I can, uh, well, maybe we'll meet up again once this all gets up and running. We'll, we'll be able to do another interview later down the line and see where you're at and maybe we get could. the other boys in yeah, as well. Yeah, that'd be great. Have yeah, a big yeah, group yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Party on the boat. Yeah, party on the boat. Look <laughs> forward to it. Nice one, Tim. <laughs> Thanks. So there you have it, folks. That was another episode of Acting Inspired. This week, I was talking to Tim Bowie from Invertigo. Do be sure to check out invertigotheatre.co.uk and follow them on Twitter at Invertigo Co. Thank you once again so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. The stats that I've been looking at on the internet that I really quite like looking at um, are so cool. And there have been hundreds of downloads and... People are listening all over the world. Only a few here and there, but we've got people in America, we've got people in Canada, we've got people in Austria and France, and of course here in England uh, and the UK. It's really cool, and it's given me a massive buzz. Please keep listening and subscribe if you really like it. Um, thank you so much once again. I'll see you next week. Bye! Twas a light, gay and easy, whatever may come. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Fun, fun. Um, um.